as you can see there, each survey took approximately 15 or 20 minutes to complete. That's based on our online survey administration methods. And overall, there's about 7,000 households in the community. We were able to collect 1,450 completed surveys, which gives us a response rate of about 20%. While I've seen 20% response rates based on random sampling before, I've never uh, achieved a response rate so high based on all household participation. So, I mean, th th this is an outstanding uh, achievement. One of the reasons for that is because our typical margin of error, or, or our goal margin of error for this particular project was about 5% plus or minus at the 95% level of confidence. And you were able to bring that down based on participation alone to 2.6%. So just to over 2.5% at the 95% level of confidence, which means if we were to allow all city participant households to participate again, and we collected 1,450 surveys 100 times, 95 out of 100 times, we're going to get these same results, plus or minus that margin of error of about 2.5%. In addition to some demographic features that were collected in the survey to ensure that the overall sample of the results matches or closely mirrors the representative sample of the community based on census results, we track also the geography of those respondents. So the household survey was based on the residential addresses within the city. Only one survey per residential address was selected, and we were able to track that online using that verification question at the very end of the online survey. And as you can see here, we got a really solid distribution of responses from throughout the city. When we talk about who responded, some questions, as you can see in the report, are directly comparable to U.S. Census results. What we're comparing here is your age of, or age of the respondent. We also asked the household type ages so we could get a more accurate assessment of who or what type of households were responding to the survey. We also want to make sure that we're representing those folks that have lived here 31 plus years. When we talk about the bottom line up front, this is just astounding news. When we talk about general perceptions, I've already stated the obvious, but folks are extremely satisfied with the overall quality of life in the city, the overall quality of services provided, and even going all the way down to the bottom, 60% of respondents are still saying excellent or good when we're talking about city council acting in the best long-term interest of the community. So even when we're talking about elected officials, we're still seeing extremely high positive responses. One thing nationally that's really occurred over the last 18 months to 24 months is a significant drop in trust in local governments. The perceived uh, notion that you could trust your governments in the past is kind of fading based on some of our research. It seems like here in Lake Forest, you've been able to kind of combat that national trend that we've seen. When we talk about satisfaction with overall city services, we've listed kind of the, the overall or major categories here within the survey instrument that I'm sure you're familiar with or at least is in the back of the full report you'll see that we broke this down into various subsections but it's all kind of predicated on what we're seeing here and what we're seeing is fire and emergency parks and trails and police services coming out at the top when we asked respondents what are those services for which are most important or we should emphasize most over the next few years those were also the three services that they want us to continue to emphasize so what that tells us is that we're performing extremely well they want us to keep up that good work now, as we get towards the bottom, we find some services, overall quality of new development and the development process, but we know residents are typically less well-informed about those types of issues, which can lead to some perception-related issues. What we want to do is make sure to set the bar for those, communicate effectively, but we're still performing extremely well with less than 20% of respondents saying anything in the dissatisfied category here. We wanted to also ask, you know, what's bringing you to Lake Forest? What's going to keep you here? What I've highlighted are the items that are going to have the largest impact on the respondent's decision to stay in the city. So that's kind of struck across all of those items there. But what I did is basically sorted the chart in the sum of very important and somewhat important responses. 
the only thing that's not necessarily important to the vast majority of respondents is the availability of multifamily housing, whereas everything else is really high or elevated levels uh, of importance. And what we find is that lower taxes than in nearby cities, schools are kind of those items that maybe aren't necessarily bringing people here, but definitely gonna keep them here. Overall safety and quality of your services is also one of those top selling features. And we also asked another perceptions related item I couldn't even chart the, the percentage of respondents who said that they were unsafe or very unsafe. It, it was 0.4% of our 1,450 surveys. Vast majority, 98% of respondents indicate they feel very safe or safe in the community, 1% saying neutral. We talk about benchmarking contextual comparisons, or, and as you can see here, out of the items that were listed, you rated above in all 25 items that were comparable, but in the overall satisfaction with the major city services, you could see just how far and away you are above uh, those national and, and the communities with the median income categories. What we would say here is a difference of about 3%, maybe up to 5% for some of the averages would be a significant difference, and you were able to beat that in all but the library programs and services. We talk about priorities for improvement, as I mentioned at the beginning of the presentation, regardless of how the results would have shaken out, we were gonna develop priorities for improvement based on the satisfaction, and then this uh, question as well, city services that are most important to households. What we wanna assess are those services for which residents are below average satisfied and above average indicating importance. And what we find there is that there are no services overall in the city of Lake Forest for which residents think that we should have a dramatic or a major shift in investment or priority just based on these results alone. However, we were able to find a few areas in which the city could address or look at a little bit more closely in the coming years in order to improve generalized satisfaction with city's infrastructure. This is drainage and stormwater sewer management, streets and neighborhoods, city streets overall, and city street lighting. I've also highlighted city sidewalks in this particular section. It's one of those areas that if satisfaction were to dip just slightly, it would become a high priority item or a rating of 0 0.10 or more. For recreation priorities as well as the library, we're going to display and present the recreation program priorities today. This is an investment priorities tool that we use nationally for parks and recreation. We do a lot of parks and recreation work for your districts here in the Chicagoland area. About 200 of these a year are completed across the country, and each and every one of them contains this type of analysis. What we want to know first from respondents is if they have a need for a given recreation program, and we had a separate question for library programs and services, but here's the overall or, or the percentage of respondents who indicated they had a need. We then want to assess, based on those responses, how well are those needs currently being met. So if you don't have a need for an item, you're not responding to this question. If you had a need, this is what you're responding to. And what we also want to know is which ones are most important. Those items in the red, those top priorities for investment are those items that are going to lead to the biggest bang uh, for our buck or the biggest return on our investment, meaning that the largest number of households in the community would be served or their unmet needs would be served by investing in those items towards the top of this analysis. Again, that doesn't mean that sailing and dance programs should be eliminated. It means that we're currently or likely serving the current need in the community relatively well, and there's not a need for future investment or further investment. Now, this is another just example of some of the other analysis that we did. In your full report, you'll see the overall uh, open-ended comments 
what we wanted to make sure that you saw here is that when we talk about some of our events, concerts, programs, fitness programs, membership, youth sports, when we're talking about all this stuff, we asked respondents for an open-ended response. And here are some of the items that they told us. Uh, you know, we see pickleball really large. We see some of those program adult class. And what we can see here is that the sources currently used to get news and information about the city program services and events. Topping out at the top there is the city's website, your quarterly dialogue newsletter, and emailed newsletter. So in summary, uh, it's really difficult for a consultant to kind of get up here and just say, hey, everything's great and everything's fantastic. Now, in summary, everything is really great and, and folks feel fantastic about living in Lake Forest. I mean, it is the bottom line. Uh, what we have is really an issue with some of our city infrastructure, some draining city streets, uh, city street lighting, really just in one particular area of the community for the most part. Those are really our only top priorities for investment based on the results of the survey. 